Welcome to all of you in this God's Word for Today devotional episode this morning. Good morning, and let me read to us our text for today, our chapter in the book of Psalms, Psalm chapter 27. I think if you have been reading the book of Psalms, this is one of the beautiful Psalms that David had written that should encourage us. Let me read to us in our English Standard Version. The Lord is my, my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and hosts, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet I will be confident. One thing I have asked of the Lord that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will lift me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. And I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud. Be gracious to me and answer me. You have said, seek my face. My heart says to you, Your face, Lord, do I seek. Hide not your face from me. Turn not your servant away in anger. O you have been my help. Cast me not off. Forsake me not, O God of my salvation. For my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path. Because of my enemies. Give me not up to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and the breath out violence. I believe that I should look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart be courage. Take courage. Wait for the Lord. This is one of the strong declarations of David's trust to God when he said, The Lord is my light and my salvation. It is said that if we fear God, we have nothing else to fear. This kind of fear is called reverential fear, expressed by David here to Yahweh or to the eternal covenant-keeping God, Yahweh. He referred him as his light, salvation, and stronghold. And this has significant meanings. These metaphors, you know, light is a source of truth. Salvation is means that he is a refuge and stronghold. Is a, he is our protection. At a backdrop of insurmountable threats, God is his impregnable defense. He said, the Lord is my stronghold. The Lord is my refuge. And he was so secured in the Lord. Looking at our situations right now, we may feel surrounded by threatening circumstances. But the Lord does surround us with His grace. And He said that His grace is sufficient to every crisis we have. He said in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, that my grace, or Paul said there, that therefore I will glory in my infirmities because it is when we are weak or I am weak that your grace is abounding. Your grace is more than sufficient. Interestingly, 
David's delight to dwell in the house of the Lord. He said, one thing I will decide that I will dwell in the house of the Lord. The reason is not for self-preservation. It's not. It's not that he was just able to preserve or to be protected that nobody can harm him. It's more than that. It is his fascination to God's beauty. He said that I may behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple all the days of my life. God's work of hiding and sheltering and protecting him, they were secondary. Consequently, David, who takes pleasure in God, is honored by God. Thus, in this prayer, David confidently says, And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me, and I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. In the midst of the threatening circumstances or attacks or impending dangers that that David have, he was thinking about worshiping the Lord. He was thinking about offering in the tabernacle his praises. In God's presence, David also could not be proud. As one fully exposed under an overwhelming light, because he said, the Lord is my light. So he was able to look into himself. So David saw his imperfections here, which drove him to plead for God's mercy. That's why he said, Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud. Be gracious to me and answer me. Why? Why is it that he prayed like this? It's because he was able to see who he was before this holy God. He moved on to say, You have said, Seek my face. My heart says to you, Your face, Lord, do I seek. He was not just seeking out of mental and intellectual pursuit, but it was really a matter of his heart. And he moved on to pray, Hide not your face from far from me. Turn not your servant away in anger. O you who have been my help, cast me not off, forsake me not, O God of my salvation. Verse 7 to 9. Now, he was asking that God will not, should not forsake him. And he mentioned here about his parents forsaking him. His parents may have forsaken him, but the Lord won't forsake him. Certainly, he will take him in. So we asked, did his parents really abandon him? Did Jesse and the family abandon him? You know, during the time that Samuel was looking for a replacement king of Saul, King Saul, he went to Jesse's children or sons, and David was the last option. When in fact they, Jesse said, "There's one, but I don't think he will be the one. He is a shepherd." Was David thinking about that incident that he was not? considered to be the next king, perhaps, but whether he was really truly abandoned or not by his parents, he in, in such extreme case where children are abandoned by parents, which is the most unusual to happen because parents naturally should have natural affection to children. But in such extreme case, the Lord will always be on our side. He will never leave us nor forsake us. God 
is David's satisfaction. Unless the Lord would preserve him, the enemy may deceive and lure him away from God's way, which is the level path signifying stability. We learned that yesterday, that, that it was the prayer of David here, that the Lord will lead him in a level path or plain path where it, it symbolizes stability, a place where he could plant his feet strongly and firmly. So he was asking that God would prevent him from being deceived by the enemy. That's why he resolved here in verse 13 and 14 as he concluded this psalm. I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. And this resolve is a natural result of somebody who has completely trusted the Lord. If we say with David, the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? We could be patient, we could be persevering, we could be calm, and we will not take things off our hands, even though that the situation around us seems bleak, but we will be able to say with David, I believe, to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Remember this principle, to believe the Lord is to see. Well, the word is the opposite. We, everyone here in this world will, will argue I want to see. I want to see that God is real so I can believe him. But for us who believe him, for us who are confidently trusting him, we believe him, we will be able to see. What we are going to see is the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. That Romans 8.28 will be always true. That everything works together for good to us who love God. Yes, maybe you have some challenges in life right now in your workplace, in your relationships, in your personal lives. And we, when you look around, you maybe are affected by the seemingly things that are not really working at its best. I mean, it seems that the problem is still there. It's not moving away. But because of the Word of God, because of our assurance that God is in control, we trust, we hang on, and we'll be able to see that really God is good. God will never abandon us nor forsake us. He will be always faithful to us. He remains faithful. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Don't let your heart be overwhelmed, but take courage. Wait for the Lord. Of course, this is because of the presence of the Holy Spirit who will give us this the strength he is the one who will assure us through the word in order that we will not be carried and succumb to what we see around us. May these words of the Lord had encouraged us this morning. Let us pray. Father, we know that as we look and read the chapters in the book of Psalms, we really see the struggles of David and how he had looked unto you and believed you, Lord. And we want to follow his example. Lord, um, we might have different 
uh, challenges today. We have these different uh, struggles today than he has in the past. Yet, we can learn this in principle of trust and believing and even believing that you are our God who will never leave us nor forsake us. Help us to really resolve in our hearts today that whatever happens, help us to believe in you in order for us to see your goodness today and every day. Help us to wait upon you, Lord, to take courage, to hang on and not take things on our hands and be impatient, but to wait until we will be able to receive the promise. Because that's what you said, Lord, in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 36, that we need patience, that after we have done the will of God, we might receive the promise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mm -hmm.